Before I was uh, born again, you could not have described me as a deep thinker. I winged it through life. But then he came into my life and nothing has ever been the same since. And an example of my change of mind is found in this scripture, Galatians 2.20, the Passion Translation. My old identity has been co-crucified with the Messiah and no longer lives. For the nails of his cross crucified me with him. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine, for the Anointed One lives his life through me. We live in union as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine. I died with him and now he dispenses his life into mine. Wow! If that doesn't get you thinking, well it should. And is this your current experience, that the life you're living is both driven and empowered by the faith of the Son of God, as he dispenses his life into yours? Notice please the use of the little word of, because this was where I had a contention with modern translators for 30 years. Most use the word in, so it will be rendered The life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. For me, these little words of and in have always caused a major problem because I first read this scripture in the King James Version where the word is of. The life I now live, I live by faith of the Son of God and it changes what is being said dramatically. For this reason, I take issue with most modern translators. If the word used is in, it says to me, I'm saved by grace through faith, which is a gift. But now I have to start working at it by drumming up enough faith, whatever that looks like, to keep going in this Christian life. It causes me big problems because it puts the onus of everything from now on onto me. And I can't do this thing. I know I'm destined to fail from the outset. If I have to have faith in the Son of God, I'm going to find myself continuously struggling with a lack of that commodity, not knowing if I ever have enough and how much is enough. So I'm constantly full of questions, failing, trying, striving. My main question was, where's grace in all of this? But if I'm looking at his faith in me, no struggle. All I have to do is relax, receive and release everything that he is through me. Ah, that's grace. Because it's all him. Another lovely little word, all. This means it's simply a constant yielding of everything, all, to him continuously. Letting him live his life through me. No longer two lives, but one. Mine enveloped and enfolded in his. Letting go, letting God. Living in the unforced rhythms of grace. Too good to be true. But what if that is the truth of it? What if you've been struggling to have faith when all you needed to do was to yield to Jesus in you, to let go and let him take over more of your life? All you needed to do was relax and receive what he wants to be for you. Instead of giving him a room in the attic, you can let him have the run of the house. 
For me, understanding that it is in me to do it all sets me free from striving in every area. Am I praying enough, reading my Bible enough, attending meetings enough? On and on it goes. But if it's all about his life flowing unrestrictedly through me, I can manage that. That is, if I'll let go. Sounds like a pretty good exchange to me. It makes living the Sermon on the Mount eminently possible. No sweat. It's all going to be him. With my cooperation, of course. What do you think?